Helen. And I'm Liz. And we're sisters, scientists, and lifelong X-Files fans. And this is We Want to Believe. Okay, welcome back. We are talking about Dodcom? 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 I'm just repeating Norwegian you. words. We're talking Norwegian about Norwegian words, words today. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Whole episode just about etymology. Yeah. Of a language neither of us speak. So Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> I've been consistently speaking to Gatsby in French lately. Really? Um, oh, he's he's a poodle. It seems appropriate. Oh, yeah, that makes sense. Do you feel yeah. he responds better in French? Like that it does it like connect with him? Maybe. Maybe. I don't speak to Leo in French as much. Maybe it's because there isn't a French word for labradoodle or doodle but there is a french word for poodle wait and there's so, a french word for poodle what is it caniche really we oui, mon petit caniche i had no <laughs> idea how do you spell yeah. that c-a-n-i-c-h-e i think oh okay mm-hmm. yeah nice yeah so I tell him he's, oh, he's a caniche mal. He's a bad poodle. Oh, he's a bad poodle. The name of his <laughs> pop punk album that he will be releasing, yeah. Bad Poodle. Yeah. I know there is a um, there's a French word for greyhound. I can't think of what it oh. is, but I looked it up once, but unfortunately it is also slang for a sex position. So, oh, uh, no. Yeah, I was like, oh, no, what? What is happening? So uh, I should double check that just in case. I think that you would have already realized it. Like if you Googled it at all. I can't imagine that like in French, like every dog breed is a different sex (laughs) position or something. I don't know. No, I checked it. You're fine. (laughs) Oh, okay. Good. Okay. Anisha's fine. Good. 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 I, uh, yeah, I spent a long time looking into the history of poodles one night recently when I couldn't sleep and uh, discovered it then. I know because poodle comes from a German word for like water. Yeah. Like, oh, right. Like puddle. Yeah. Yeah. And I learned this because of a game of Trivial Pursuit where that was a question. So, oh, that's awesome. Yeah. What a good question. Yeah, it is. Um, So, yeah, Norwegian. We do not speak Norwegian. We don't speak Norwegian. Nope. No. We are. We are not even tangentially related. You've been to Norway. I have. It was fine. Yeah. It was nice. Okay. Um, have you I... been to the sea in Norway? Specifically the 65th parallel? I don't know. Was it near Oslo? Because I was near water. I don't know. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> we went to Oslo and we did do like a little bit of going outside the city, but it was just to this like cultural outdoor museum with all these old buildings that had been like relocated to be like a museum and it was Ooh, very cool oh, i think you've told me about that i think that i is have because cool. they had like buildings with grass on the roofs like al, al johnson's restaurant yeah um in door county wisconsin it, yes where they have grass on the roofs and goats as yeah. well um yeah yeah i don't I don't know it, what parallel we were at and i sure. don't know we were definitely by water though there was water Hmm. everywhere oh interesting i was uh i was merely at the 60th parallel ah darn it so close yeah. yeah well this episode takes place uh we start in the norwegian sea uh Ooh. near the 65th parallel and people are arguing and kind of fighting and some people are leaving the boat that they're on um and the captain is standing there and saying you know this is mutiny 
And, and they're speaking uh, Norwegian and it's translated? No, no, they're speaking English oh, okay. and they have American accents. Oh, okay. And uh, the captain pulls a gun on one of the guys, but the guy says he doesn't want to end up like the others and gets in like a lifeboat. They're like oh, all okay. just leaving. Okay. Wow. And so then, yeah, 18 hours later, it shows another ship. These are Canadians, we find out. Oh, okay. So it was that Canadian accent. Very strong Canadian accents. Yes. Oh, okay. I, I thought maybe they were Norwegian. Uh-huh. Um, it was a very strong accent. And the guys see in their radar a ship just kind of like floating. Um, so mm-hmm. they uh throw them a line and tell them to uh like hold on and they'll pull them in. Uh, and it turns out it was the lifeboat full of the Americans, but they're oh, okay. all really oh. old now. Oh. Yeah. Huh. So I'll tell you. So this episode didn't grab me. Okay. I, I felt like yeah. it, it seemed it had a very, very similar vibe to fire and ice. And mm-hmm. the one with the fluorescence in the woods, like Mulder and Scully are stuck somewhere something weird is going on. There's like some one other person there who might be suspicious. Like, I don't know. It just yeah, had like, like a tensions very are high. Like, <clears throat> yeah. 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 It, it didn't grab me. Um, but I did do, uh, I, I do have a few interesting stories thrown in here. Awesome. Awesome. <laughs> because I, I wasn't like super interested. I, would, I am up for interesting stories and I, I'll hopefully remember it. Something happened in, my life recently that I was like, oh, I would love to spin this into an X-File. It would be perfect, but I don't remember what, so. Oh, wait, were we going to talk about time-traveling oh, bison? Oh, time-traveling time, time bison. Yeah, yeah. So let's let's make sure to talk Why? about time-traveling bison today. Okay. Yeah. Uh, at the end, shall we? Sure. Or yeah, what? sounds good. Okay. Yeah. Great. So the intro plays, and then we see Mulder and Scully in a hospital in Bethesda. And uh, Mulder is saying how a Navy ship recently went missing um, with no sign. It just kind of disappeared. And then suddenly, the night previously, they picked up a lot of the crew members. And uh, one of them is still alive. So that's the lifeboat that was found. And Mulder called Scully in because they won't let him in, but she's a doctor. And so she's ah. ho- he's hoping that she can get some more information. And uh, she's confused um, because she walks in and is asking, like, oh, is this the patient? And mm-hmm. he's supposed to be 28, but he looks about 90. Oh, okay. So, you know, that's weird. Yeah. Um, And so his doctor comes in. And basically kicks Scully out and is like, you know, please hand me my patient's medical file and leave. And uh, again, one of those situations where, like, I think we're supposed to be annoyed. But I was like, yeah. 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 yeah like, who are yeah. you? Yeah. Fair. Yeah. yeah. She doesn't. She checks and like Scully doesn't have proper authorization. And so she was like, no, please leave. Um, So she goes back to talk to Mulder. They're in their office. And he starts, he shows her a map where he's got all these like pins, you know, in it, Mm -hmm. different points and lines drawn on the map and says that other ships have apparently gone past that part of Norway near the 65th parallel and have disappeared. Hmm. Um, Mulder then brings up the Philadelphia experiment. Are you familiar with that? Is it the name of a movie? The Philadelphia something? Project? I thought that was yeah. 
Yeah, what is the Philadelphia Project? Is that something? Is that related? No, the Philadelphia Story is a oh. 1940 movie that I was thinking of, um, which is with Cary Grant and, and Catherine Hepburn oh. and completely unrelated. But then the Philadelphia Experiment was apparently, it looks like, also a movie in 1984. Oh. And then there was oh. a sequel in 1993 and a remake in 2012. Oh, no kidding. But that wow. was definitely not what I was thinking of. Oh, okay. Is it some sort of invisibility experiment? Yeah. So oh, this is bizarre. Yeah, ooh. I have a lot of questions for you. Okay. Um, ooh, ooh, I'm so, ready. Okay. Yeah. So Mulder says that scientists on that project, this was a um like just it was contemporary with the Manhattan project, it mm-hmm. sounds like. Um okay. that scientists on this project all disappeared on their way to Roswell. Like they were finishing up the experiment and they were going to go to Roswell and they disappeared. This I this I did not fact check, but I okay. suspect is not correct. Um, and that they had been trying, the government was working on like making ships or submarines or something invisible. And Mulder thinks that they're messing around with wormholes involved some sort of aliens because of the Roswell connection. And he thinks that the military never stopped with those experiments. Oh, neat. Okay. Um, So my first question for you is, what is a wormhole? (laughs) Okay. Um, They're theoretical. It's not like we can prove that they're a real thing. Um, But the idea is that it would be something... My understanding as somebody who, okay, studied physics, but it's not like wormholes and that stuff is my specialty, um, is that it's something that would be created by a black hole. Um, Do you feel comfortable with what a black hole is? And do we feel our listeners are? I believe so, because a book I just finished reading talked about a black hole. I, my understanding Mm -hmm. is that um, when a... Okay, I don't know how correct this is. You'll correct Yeah, go me, for it. My Please, I say some really appalling things about <laughs> biology on this podcast, so. Um, that when a star reaches a certain size, the, like, gravity of it starts pulling itself towards the center, and we get this, like, super gravitational, I don't know what word I want to use there, super... Um, something with a super strong gravitational pull that like pulls the light into the center and then things start getting pulled in too. Yeah, basically. So like, okay, all stars are going to reach the end of their life at some point because the fuel is going to burn out and stars are in a constant tension between gravity to collapse them inward and the reactions that are happening Uh, within the star that are kind of blowing them outward so for them to be in sort of a stasis is is like a war between those things eventually as stars get bigger they will collapse what happens then depends on the mass of the star stars like our sun not going to turn into a black hole um oh that's good i mean sure be dead by then but the thing is it doesn't really matter yeah because what's going to happen first to our sun is it's going to expand into the red giant stage and it's going to have a radius about out to somewhere in the earth mars region so Ah. we're going to get swallowed up by the sun regardless (laughs) so it's not great stellar um ah, nice nice (laughs) didn't even mean that one that was beautiful um (laughs) so uh 
What is our, is, what type is, of star is our sun? What it's, 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 now? It's, it's a main sequence star. It's sort of middle-aged. Hmm. Um, huh. We've still got okay. plenty of time. We're not, cool. you know, you know, it, it, I'm not exactly sure how long, but very, very, very long before sure. it does anything. So, cool. okay. It expands outward and then it collapses inward. And there's like an explosion called a Nova. And then what's left behind after that explosion, um, Depends, again, on the mass of the star. So it might leave behind nothing much of interest, like a brown dwarf. Um, it might leave, if it's more massive, it leaves behind a neutron star, which is um, just what it sounds like. It's a star made of neutrons, mostly. And oh. they're incredibly dense. So, like, if you were to Whoa. manage to get a spoonful of neutron star, like a teaspoonful of it, it would weigh... I want to say about as much as the earth. I might have that a, a little bit wrong, but that's about <laughs> right. So it's very, very, very dense. And neutron stars are interesting. Um, they rotate and you can use them as sort of a like standard thing to measure because um, we have a sense of what their rotation should be. And so like looking at their rotation can help us time other things and figure out where things are in the sky. It's been a while okay. since I've thought about this. But then once you get stars that are massive enough, even beyond a neutron star, when they collapse, they're and because how strong gravity in is doesn't just depend on mass. It depends on the density, right? So Earth's gravity is what it is because of how massive Earth is, but also the size of Earth. The formula right. is mm -hmm. like mass in the numerator, R squared, the radius squared in the denominator. So like the more compact the mass, the stronger the gravity. And so what's happening in sort of a like runaway situation is you picture it's already really, really dense. And then we get um, the mass gets pulled in even harder because of how strong the gravity is. But then that makes the gravity even stronger, which pulls the mass in even more, which makes it even more dense, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, and so uh -huh. the gravitational pull is super, super strong. And... Mm -hmm. It starts, you know, it's pulling things in, the black hole is, um, but we can't even see what's happening there because it is not even letting light escape because of Ooh. how strong the gravitational pull is. And so the theory is that that sort of incredibly dense um, collapsing of matter into itself can create a wormhole or some sort of connection or terror in things to another hmm. place in the universe, maybe. Hmm. And that would be so, a and, and that's the part that's theoretical. So we mm -hmm. know that everything, you know, prior to the wormhole situation yes. with the black hole, yep. it has been that is proven. real. Yep. Yeah, that is real. Okay. Um, why don't we care about brown dwarfs? That sounds sad. Uh, why well, aren't they that interesting? Um, so a brown dwarf is like sometimes called like a failed star like it's oh. like oh that is really sad isn't it like yeah. when i say it like that like they think that like like planets like jupiter almost could be considered that they're basically like eh, they didn't quite get it together enough to shine oh. i feel like every single thing i'm saying is making this worse i don't know <laughs> how to describe them in a way that isn't sad um yeah I mean, jupiter I think, I think is far and away the coolest planet not temperature wise, um, but yeah, it's the awesomest. Yeah, it's the awesomest. So, I mean, if they're like Jupiter, I think that's pretty cool. Yeah, yeah, they're described as substellar. 
Which is again, oh, poor little guy. Kind of sad. Yeah. <laughs> Why does um, it make me think of Gatsby? <laughs> oh, oh, he's kind of a golden dwarf. He's substellar. Yeah. He's yeah. substellar. Oh. <laughs> um. Oh, I'm and I'm so sorry. When I said, but I made a mistake earlier. I wasn't thinking oh. when I said brown dwarfs would be left behind. That was on me. That's a mistake. Brown dwarfs are sort of stars that never get off the ground. You know, like they oh. don't quite get it together. A white dwarf is what's left behind. Um, like ah. that's what our star would leave behind after uh, and uh, after it goes supernova. So okay, okay, yeah. So cool. sorry about that. And again, the dwarf is just kind of like the size of the star, and then the color, mm-hmm. uh, the brown or white, is talking about the light that it's emitting. Like white dwarf, just we're talking about white light. Um, brown yeah. dwarf, it's meaning like it's not really shining. It's not really doing its okay. thing. Okay, it doesn't quite have enough fusion happening to do its to do its thing and maintain itself as a star. Yeah, I feel like this is also some sort of metaphor for Gatsby's intelligence. Oh, um. <laughs> it doesn't quite have it together. No. Um, well, thank you. Awesome. You're Very welcome. interesting. Um, so Mulder thinks wormholes are involved. Okay. I mean, yeah. Right. Okay. Um, yeah. So, um, so this was when I was like, okay, well, how often do, so he's saying that all these ships disappeared near the 65th parallel of Norway. And I was like, Mm -hmm. well, how often do ships disappear? Um, and I started looking it up and the answer is frequently and it's not mysterious. Um, Really? Because I mean, yeah, like, so you start looking into it and it's like, oh, you know, the Mary Celeste, this famous ship that disappeared. Oh, yeah, the Mary Celeste. I've heard of that. And then it's like, you know, like, what could be the theories? The theories are like, well, pirates or the people got off somewhere. Like, there's like not, it's not that big of a mystery. (laughs) But if they got off somewhere, would they have like told someone? I mean, maybe. Hmm. But like, this was a long time ago. Yeah. Yeah, and so I was like, well, when was the most recent ship disappearance? And yeah. the answer is 2008. But oh, wow. that, it, no, but it wasn't actually a disappearance. It's just that the ship sank and they don't know where it is. Okay. And it's like, well, okay, the ocean is giant. So that doesn't yeah. really like, like yeah. ships, I don't know. Maybe this comes down to how often I have been on wikipedia when i can't sleep at night sometimes mm-hmm. looking at poodles sometimes looking at shipwrecks in the great lakes because one of the two I, yeah yeah <laughs> it's a coin flip yeah um, um i don't know i find that fascinating yeah as like a edmund fitzgerald and whatnot westerner yes yeah. yeah, I think that's super interesting because like they're they're lakes. What are they doing? Swallowing yeah. ships and you I know. know. Yeah. Yeah. What are they doing? Um being that big. Right. So I don't know. It doesn't it doesn't none of these seem actually that mysterious to me. Okay. It's like, well, they, okay. they sank and we can't find them. Like, okay. Okay. Or the people got off somewhere or were taken and we don't know where. Like okay. again. Um, but then that all made me think of Malaysian Airlines Flight 370. I was just going to bring that up. Yeah. Ah, yes. Do you know the story? Do you know what the deal is with that? What I recall, because it wasn't yeah. that long ago. Um, no, it was 2014. Yeah. Is like, okay, so clearly I don't know that much. Plane okay, dis- do you want me to just plane tell disappeared. you? Plane disappeared. Yeah. Don't know where plane went. That's what I know. Right. Yeah. So this was March 8th, 2014. Okay. And it was going from Kuala Lumpur in Malaysia um, to Beijing in okay. China, Beijing Capital International Airport. 
And it last communicated with air traffic control 38 minutes after takeoff when it was over the South China Sea. So like it's, I looked at a map because mm-hmm. as we're all aware, mm-hmm. my geography is not Neither strong. of us. It's, it's not our strong suit. Yeah. It's not. Um, but look at you describe a black hole and all these look different stars. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Who needs geography? Yeah. Um, so it's pretty much like a straight northern shot from Malaysia to Beijing. Okay. So just like pretty much where it was going. Not what I would have guessed. North. Good to know. Okay. Yeah. Um, and most of that is over land. Okay. Um, or a lot, or you know, like islands and you know, mm-hmm. there's there's stuff. It's not like over the Pacific or something, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and so 38 minutes after takeoff, and then they had some like secondary surveillance on it um that saw it like a few minutes later and then the malaysian military had radar on it for a, another hour after that but oh, okay. it was deviating straight west westward whoa why was so, it doing that they don't know okay so it was it had been it should have gone straight north and sometime pa- over the south china sea it took like a hard west right? it took hard, a hard, hard west. left <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um and started uh started traveling straight west which it shouldn't have done um and so over the past like 10 years like as recently as 2023 um there have been pieces of it that have washed up ashore um and it's clear that it like continued straight west for a while kind of towards the indian ocean um and so they have never found the wreck they have never found the black box they have never found any bodies washing ashore um and so they don't really know what happened. Um, there are theories that like it could have been a plot by someone, like it could have been either the captain or passenger, some mm-hmm. sort of terrorist event. If it's a terrorist um, event, though, usually terrorists want like the part of that is to generate terror. Right. So you get like you want yes, cred exactly. for that, you know? Right. And so that's why that's not a popular theory. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and the evidence that they do have from the pieces that have washed ashore, and I I don't know. I don't know why I'm not anywhere. I I have nothing, no aviation information in my brain. Okay. Um, Except that planes go in the air and they get us places. (laughs) Um, But evidence apparently shows from those pieces that it likely wasn't being controlled when it crashed. Oh, I have no idea how a piece of thing could show that. When you say nope. wasn't being controlled, do you mean wasn't being like piloted? Like it was just yeah. gliding like a glider? And then like eventually ran out and like spiraled is what they Whoa. think. So the oh. the most likely theory is that there was some sort of hypoxia event. I was just gonna guess if everybody died on board yes. or something. That's oh the most God. likely. And it was on autopilot and just kind of kept going and uh, yeah uh, they don't know why the only part of that that doesn't horrify me quite as much is because like dying of hypoxia induces like kind of a high like it wouldn't have been a terrible death for everyone i mean which is frankly good. better that than dying you know 10 minutes later when you crash into the ocean right totally I mean, yes yeah totally yeah yeah oh i don't care yeah. for that though I no. fly a lot and mm-hmm. I, but I guess I should keep in mind how many people die of hypoxia, not in planes. Um, yeah. Yeah. Kind of a lot. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I have and, a, uh, um, 
how many planes ta- i mean this is notable yeah. because air travel is so safe right yeah yeah you have a I, what a little portable um carbon monoxide detector um mm. that oh, i bring really? with me when i travel yeah um really yeah which Why? i think in europe it's not too big of a deal but occasionally you hear about it in hotels in mexico um people will die like it's rare oh, but it's not impossible like it happened Whoa. a couple years ago um and so oh my gosh. it's just just to be on the safe side um yeah. however i gotta get a different model because the one that i have like there's like a button on the front of it that you can push to test it and if i shove oh, it God. in my bag and then i like kick <laughs> my bag or something it starts beeping i was on a train last summer in europe and i like called the conductor over into our little like train compartment and i was like there's like a beeping do you know what that is <laughs> and he was trying to turn it off and trying to help me and he's like i'm sorry i don't know what that's from and i, I like he left and i was and it was like, you it was me i was like oh my god it's my stupid thing beeping i moved <laughs> my foot onto my bag i was like propping my feet onto my yeah. on my luggage yeah, yeah. So, oh man yeah yeah that's smart that's yeah smart, yeah i think i think it's a good idea i just think it's good mm-hmm. to get one that um is can't be accidentally meant, triggered yeah i was being cheap and so i was getting one that like is not that can also be mounted and i need one that's uh, meant for travel and is a little bit yeah. sportier i don't know yeah Anyway, yeah. God, well, that makes some sense, but is right. horrifying. Yeah. 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 Oh, um, boy. Right. So, okay. So Mulder wants to go to Norway and uh, sure. makes it clear. Scully says something like, you know, have you told Skinner? And no. I mean, the answer is no. Of course not. Yeah. Um, And Scully says she's coming with. And so they get to Norway and they're trying to get information from some guides in a bar, but no one will talk to them. I don't know if it's because they're in like a fishing village bar and they don't speak English or if they like they say something about everyone looking scared or something. I don't know. Um, But then they run into an American. okay, And he says that um, he has been he's from like Florida, but he's been um, I almost said piloting, captaining (laughs) ships in Norway for a long time or whatever. And people won't talk to them because. They're scared of a story of a stone coming out of the sky and that they say it was an evil god. I'm sorry. This makes Norwegians sound like, I don't know, cavemen or something. <laughs> like, yeah. like, yeah. like the great stone came out of the sky. Yeah. Ah, I don't know. Yeah. Wait, and I'm sorry. Hang on. Hang on. They won't talk to him because they're worried about won't a big talk to Mulder. They won't talk because to Mulder because they're scared about the big sky stone. Yes. Fair enough. Okay. Uh-huh. Okay. But he'll he'll take them out to that part of the sea if they pay him. Okay. So they're on a boat. Mulder, uh Sully has Sully <laughs> been watching too much Monsters Inc. Um uh, we have a dog named Sully in our neighborhood. It's real cute. Oh yeah. Archer I Archer was a jerk to him on our morning walk today barked out oh. doesn't care for him he's, also not surprising yeah no he's very opposed to the existence of other dogs anyway so scully <laughs> and Mulder go on a boat with the american yeah. yep scully has good sea legs Mulder says Mulder has bad sea legs <laughs> um is <laughs> getting very motion sick okay um and so they're on the boat and something starts messing with the radar Ooh. and with the navigation system mm-hmm and suddenly there's another ship just like in front of them that they run into. Oh, and it's like the physically run into? Oh, okay. Yeah. Yep. And it's the missing ship. And so 
they go on to it, and the captain says that with the corrosion that's present on it, it looks like no one has been there for 20 or 30 years. But of course, we know it hasn't been that long. Right. So, um, they go down to check the crew's quarters, and there are all these bodies down there that look mummified, except there's some sort of strange residue on them. And oh, this does uh, have a fire, ice, etc. feel yep. to it. Yeah. Yep. And uh, so then they hear noise and the rest of the crew just took the ship and left Mulder, Scully, and the captain on the stranded ship full of bodies. And Oh, my God. Okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So uh, there's, oh, and there's the first mate is also with them. That's right. One other guy. Okay. Um, And this is the first mate from the boat that the American was running, not the from the ghost boat. Okay. Right. And so they start trying to fix the ghost boat, for lack of a better term. It has a name. I didn't catch it. But the residue seems to be corroding everything. And the um, first mate kind of runs off for some reason. And they find him with a fractured skull, dead. And they hear someone else kind of talking and hear some noise. And so they go to follow it to find, you know, who killed the first mate. Mm -hmm. And there's a guy hiding who looks super old. Okay. And he's cradling a body of whiskey. A to body which I wrote. Of, did you say a body? Bottle, of, a bottle. A bottle of whiskey. A bottle okay. of whiskey. Gotcha. Yeah. To which I wrote, fair. Yeah. Um, right. <laughs> uh, and it's the captain from the intro. It's Captain Barkley is his name. So he was the okay. one who was like. You're Yelling at people and stuff. Mutiny. Yeah. Yeah. And so he says that they saw something burning come out of the sky and the American captain is, like, pissed and thinks he's the one who killed the first mate and is calling him a liar and stuff. And uh, Scully tells him that, like, you know, it's okay. We're going to do what we can to help you. And he says, what can you do to help? I'm 35 years old, um, which I thought was funny because I'm 35. And Ooh, yeah. Uh, yeah, it looks like 90, you know. Yeah. yeah. Um, and so the American captain whose name I later, Trondheim, I think is his name, or Trondheim. Oh, really? Because that's the name of mm-hmm. a city in Norway. Hmm. Yeah. I don't know. That's Maybe like, like they were like writing the, either that or they were like writing the episode and they were like looking at a map of Norway and then someone was yeah. like, hey, we need a name for this character. And they just like looked at it or something. <laughs> yeah. Um. So we see him the american captain mm-hmm. um pushing halverson the first mate off the side of the boat so like giving him you know a burial at sea sort of yeah. a thing yeah um, and he's talking to him and saying you were a good first mate you always left me alone and i don't know that just struck me as funny um, <laughs> yeah. and so then someone starts attacking him after he pushes halverson's body overboard but okay. Mulder gets there and pulls a gun on him and stops stops him okay i I will say this real quick there's no one called trondheim in this episode i went on imdb Um, (laughs) what's his name well i'm not there is a lieutenant harper and there's a captain barclay um okay yeah and there's the ionesco um Hmm. and there's a sailor um and yeah i mean there's like a dude with like a kind of classically handsome sort of face and i don't know 
I don't know, but he would have been well, young at this point. I don't know. Um, you know, they're not he, naming uh, anyone named here. Let me see if I can see all cast and crew. Let's be very thorough here. Is there? I mean, anyone? otherwise we just accept the American captain. Oh my God. Oh my God. No, no, no. You're right. He just wasn't listed. His name is Henry Trondheim. Ha. You are all right. right. I'm sorry. I yeah. feel, I feel good about that. Yeah. I thought maybe my note taking was awful. It's just bizarre because like, why would they have the American be named that you know right like there was a norwegian captain in the u.s named chicago or something yes, yes, like that's exactly what it's like yeah, yeah. <laughs> um anyway it, it, so trondheim is at the 64th parallel north if you were interested ah yeah. i am now okay great <laughs> um Maybe it's his nickname because he. Oh, I like lived it. There so yeah, long. I like it. Like, yeah. Uh, oh, that's our our friend who always goes to Norway. We call him Trondheim. Yeah. <laughs> um. So Trondheim, uh, Trondheim knows the blonde guy who who looks very Norwegian and mm-hmm. who is um blonde, tall blonde guy with with a beard um who had been attacking him and apparently okay. he's a whaler. Okay. Um. And so now I have a story. Okay. Um. Regarding whalers. Okay. Um, it's it's good though. It's okay. anti-whaler. Great. Um, so Zach went to high school with this guy named Willie. You have a look like where is this going? I do. And I'm just gonna, yeah, I'm just gonna tell you this is just a very interesting old friend of Zach's. Um, he after college became a naval engineer who designed warships. Whoa. And saved up like all this money, like made just tons and tons of money and then quit his job and spent two years biking across the country Whoa! Um, and was just like biking across the country, across the U.S. Wow. So this is in Wisconsin um, and he went to the East Coast, West Coast. He ran into my in-laws, Zach's parents in Seattle. Like oh. they just happened. He had biked to Seattle. That is familiar and insane. But yeah, yeah, I think I remember you saying that. Yeah. Yeah. And so then after his whole biking adventure, he joined a ship in the Southern Ocean to stop whalers and was on like some sort of TV show about um like people that are like trying to stop the whaling industry and like catch the boats and stuff wow um so yeah that's what that's what that made me think of good for him yeah yeah for real yeah um so they take olifson we find out is his name Mm -hmm. the blind guy yeah um take him to the cabin and they find captain barkley has died okay and he has the same sort of stuff growing on him and it seems salt-like some sort of, you know, that is familiar. All of a sudden I feel like, Mm. Oh, now I remember this episode from salt like stuff. Okay. Yeah. And so they say they're going to tie up Olafson and get some rest. Mm -hmm. And when they wake up, they look at each other and now they look old. Okay. And how is the old person makeup in 1995? Um, not awful. Not good. Okay. Yeah. 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 Um, I found a picture recently. I was on ancestry.com and like they have, I don't know how they do this stuff and it should freak me out a little bit maybe, but there's a picture of me from the high school newspaper when I was in Antigone. Whoa. Um, yeah. And when I, when I looked myself up um, and uh, I, I wasn't in the picture, but I had to wear old person makeup. Oh, for yeah. my role in Antigone. Yeah. 
That's right. Um, but it was real weird. Yeah. That is weird. It was like, yeah. <laughs> Wait, um, I thought you said that you were in the picture. Oh, you weren't wearing the makeup in the picture. Right. Okay. I wasn't gotcha. wearing the makeup. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and so they start talking about possibilities and Mulder thinks it's a time warp. And uh which I again don't know why, don't know how, but it's Mulder. I also just feel like that's just like I don't know. What does that mean? You can just say right. it. I don't know. It's a time warp. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's a you jump know. to the left. Exactly. Yeah. I know. That's all I'm thinking <laughs> now. Um, and uh, Scully says, uh, Mulder, what do you know about free radicals? Which Ooh. made me think of another side story. If you recall, when we had a Mary Kay lady come to our apartment when we <laughs> lived together when I was in college. It was like a friend and, of a friend, uh, right? Like, yes. Yeah. Yes. And she basically and like, came, showed up and insulted us. Yes. <laughs> yes. yes. <laughs> um and she kept talking about free radicals and i remember i was in like intro chemistry at the time and uh and was like oh so how how do free radicals you know uh mm-hmm. relate to this makeup and uh and i can't remember she said something real dumb i can't remember what it was off the top of my head but i do remember that she told me that she could tell me some tricks for my eyeliner to make my eyes look less close set. <laughs> God. Yeah. And I was like, oh, I didn't know I needed yeah. to worry about that. Thanks. I remember her telling me about like some anti-wrinkle cream that I might want. And I was 25. I think that was the free radical stuff. Okay. Oh, yeah. Yeah. 25. Yeah. 25. Yeah. Yeah. So Scully correctly uh, says that they are highly reactive chemicals that are carrying extra electrons. Oh, okay. And that um, the prevailing theory on how our bodies age um, is that, you know, the damage from free radicals uh, can cause cells to break down. And so okay. Scully's theory is that there's a meteor or some sort of other highly magnetic source um, nearby, maybe under the ocean, and the ocean is acting like a battery and so they're account- encountering a huge number of free radicals. Okay. Yeah, I feel like that's not the worst theory. Yeah, yeah, that could be worse. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Um. So then they notice something's dripping from the ceiling, and it's rust. And they notice that one of, so all the pipes are corroded except for one. There's one line that hasn't been corroded. Hmm. And so they start following that. And they find a bunch of rats drinking clean water. Um, oh, okay. You always got to follow the rats. Oh, okay. And, follow uh, the rats. Follow the rats. And, Is that a thing? Uh, like, follow the I don't, rats? I, Is that I don't thing? know. It's, uh, I feel like it is. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I mean, it, it is now. It seems kind of smart. I don't right. know. Yeah. 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 Um, oh, you know what I'm thinking of is the follow the spiders thing from Harry Potter. Uh in yeah. the Chamber of Secrets, but you oh, know yeah, what? But that's completely different, though. That's completely if you different. Find a yeah. big spider, like right. It's not like if you follow the rats, eventually you get to a giant rat. So. <laughs> oh, that would be awesome. <laughs> it would. Yeah, follow it long enough, and you're going to get to a rat that's like the size of a hippopotamus. So, yeah. <laughs> I would love that. Oh, that'd be so cute. Speaking of this, essentially, <laughs> um, have you have you ever looked at? An ant's face, highly ha- highly magnified. No, I'd be too afraid. I think it's the most horrifying thing. Oh, I'm not going to Google it. Okay, it's I was about so to. So 
horrifying. I saw it on like Instagram or something and someone had posted like, oh, thank God they're so tiny. And I was like, there is no way that's what they actually look like. And I Googled it and now I can never unsee it. It is wow. horrifying. Wow. Yeah. What do I want to know why? Is it like a clustered holes sort of thing with a like the two? It's, it's like a monster. I don't know. It's like a demon. Um, wow. It's just so terrifying. So um, Honey, I Shrunk the Kids made it too cute when they yeah, were Yeah, much. Okay. All right. Much. Yeah. Um, but giant rats, I feel like I would. I sure. I mean, we know what a yeah. like rats are big enough. We can see their faces and right. I'd, exactly. I'd be into it. And they're yeah. adorable. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so uh, there's um, some sort of stash of clean water going through the pipes. Um, okay. Possibly like for the sewage or something. I don't know. Um, but there's, there's a reservoir of clean water on board. Okay. And so Scully thinks that it's something in the water that is affecting them because there's this one clean pipe okay. with its own separate water and everything else is rusted and being affected. Mm -hmm. Right. And she thinks that Barkley was alive for so long because he'd been mostly drinking whiskey. Oh, that's fine. And, yeah. Uh, okay. Yeah. And so they go back and Olafson, uh, we saw a short part where he had convinced the captain to let him go. Mm -hmm. And the captain is now claiming that he escaped. Um, and Scully, yeah. yeah. And, okay. and Scully uh, says with little prompting that she's going to need blood and urine samples from both Mulder <laughs> and the captain, which again, I feel like this has happened before. Yeah. And so we see her taking notes and she's saying that they apparently have huge amounts of sodium chloride in their blood, which like hypernatremia is a thing huge amounts okay. of sodium fluoride like okay. too much in our bodies um, is that salt it, sodium fluoride yeah. okay yeah yeah salt and uh it doesn't cause this <laughs> it doesn't make you um, old okay no okay. <laughs> like, we know what it does it causes like seizures and unconsciousness and muscle oh, okay. weakness uh, and like you know that's not something i can get from like eating too much salt just eating it right no it's okay. more i mean if you if your sodium is too high it's it can it is so you can get too high sodium from eating too much salt sure. and it can, it can be bad for your heart and um, bad for mm -hmm. other things, but um, it would have to be like from severe dehydration to cause like okay. extreme hypernatremia. That would not just that. like, man, I'm really in the mood for a bunch of potato chips. Yeah. Okay. No, right. Okay. Yeah. I mean, you shouldn't have too much salt, but, um, mm -hmm. but for unrelated reasons and things that are not going to, either cause unconsciousness and seizures or cause sudden aging. <laughs> Got right. Yeah. yeah. I feel very yeah. comfortable. I eat a and lot of salt, but I feel very comfortable yeah. with the amount of salt I eat. So yeah. I mean, your good. doctor would tell you if you had too high salt. So like, I mean, I have good blood pressure, if you, so it's probably fine. Yeah. 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 Um, salt is delicious. That's the thing. Um, it really is. Yeah, yeah. It really is. I, Oh God, when I was in Cyprus and, uh, I lived in Cyprus for almost a month one summer um, on an archaeological dig. And uh, we it was so hot. They told us to drink a lot of water, but then you also have to eat a lot of salt. Oh, um, because, because otherwise, you're all 
Like, yes. Yeah. Wow. Right. So you need the salt in order to essentially hang on to that water and, wow. and be stable. And so it was awesome. It was like <laughs> free reign to eat. They were like encouraging potato chip eating. It was great. <laughs> it oh, that's was awesome. awesome. Nice. <laughs> yeah. Um, so Mulder is faring worse than Scully and the captain. And the captain starts trying to convince her to start looking out for themselves and to like uh, let Mulder die, essentially, because oh their their water is running low. And so, okay. like, let's save ourselves. How long have they been on this boat? Not that long. I don't think like a day. Okay, maybe. I guess you need water a lot, though. Yeah, yeah. Still, maybe, maybe more, because I I think they later say something like thirty six hours, or I mean, still not like okay deadly hmm. but i guess if they're they also have a ton of salt in them then they're gonna need more yeah so. yeah um so scully finds a snow globe in a cabinet and combines that with sardine juice and a few lemons to make a drink and uh that, time that does not sound what? good. Okay. Yep. No. Yeah. Um, Chantheim, the captain, has locked himself in the sewage hold with the clean water and is hoarding it. Oh. And uh, so Scully brings the water, well, water in huge quotes, brings the, the snow globe. The cocktail that she's yeah. made. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, back to Mulder and is trying to get him to drink it because he's worse off. And he says, no, she should drink it because she's a woman and not for like a, at first I was like, excuse me, Mulder, but no, because like she naturally will hang on to more water because women have a higher percentage of water um, and more fat, per, uh, mm -hmm. higher fat percentage to hold on to it. And so he says like, you have a better chance of making it out. Oh, I see. So okay. You should, you should take it. And so they hear some sort of huge noise and the ship starts shaking and apparently the hull broke and they're taking on water. Oh, and during the shaking of that, the quote unquote water, the cocktail mm -hmm. broke. So they oh, don't okay. have that even okay. anymore. So um, Trondheim is locked, uh, has locked himself in the sewage area or where, wherever the clean water is. But now that's filling up with water. Ooh. And so because that's where the hole broke and he's trapped um, and it doesn't go well for him. Okay. And uh yeah. <laughs> um and so it just shows Mulder and Scully talking some more and they're talking about like how it's really not fair that this is how they're going to die, you know, like they yeah. don't see a way of rescue and this sucks. Yeah, I got to be uh, honest, I don't I don't know what's going to happen here. Like yeah. Yeah, and we're getting towards the end of the episode. Um and Scully says that uh, she tells him about something she experienced when she was waking up from being kidnapped and that she said that there's nothing to fear with death, um, nothing to fear on the other side. And I wonder if she's talking about um, the nurse. Do you remember? Oh, that, like, yeah. Nurse that she talked yeah, to? Yeah. Yeah. The mystery nurse who wasn't really mm -hmm. there and Scully's in the rowboat and all that. Right. Yeah. 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 Um, and Scully's dictating and tells the viewers that mm -hmm. Mulder has lost consciousness. Oh, God. Now. Yeah. So then someone finds them. Um, oh. Someone somehow comes and rescues them. And uh, we see Scully wake up in the hospital. And the same doctor who treated the first guy who kicked Scully mm -hmm. out um, is there and is treating them and said that Scully's responding well to the dialysis. 
and uh that Wait, so they were getting treated in the u.s yeah presumably they were brought back to the u.s to bethesda okay i don't know i guess that makes sense but also if it's that urgent i feel like norway has good medical care right. go go to a hospital in oslo or whatever yeah they like, have big cities yeah <laughs> that's weird yeah. all right um maybe they were initially in the okay. still unconscious i don't know yeah okay um, Mulder's endocrine system was apparently worse off, but that the logbook that Scully had been keeping and the tests that she did on their blood and urine, which I don't know how she was doing tests. I don't know. That's all very vague. <laughs> yeah, like I like the idea that she's sort of like a MacGyver type biologist where <laughs> yeah. she could just, you know, given some blood and like, I don't know, duct tape and a coffee mug and like, <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Yeah. yeah. Coffee filters. Yeah. yeah. Um, but that the notes she kept help pinpoint which treatments to give them. So okay. they're going to be okay. Okay. Yeah. So Scully wants to find out more, but the doctor says that the ship sunk one hour after they were rescued. And they still look old. And that's oh. the end of the episode. <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah. Oh. So presumably the treatments are going to reverse the damage that was done yeah um but huh. yeah so next up is humbug you'll have to tell us if they still are old looking and humbug i will happens. let you know and i've seen the episode yeah. humbug a number of times i don't okay. recall them looking old so we'll yeah. see yeah 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 but that uh oh that's, that's weird it. yeah mm-hmm I feel like there's kind of a lot of episodes, a surprising number that just sort of end. Like it's yeah, just like, right. and they're in the hospital and right. this is kind of a downer or neutral. Like there isn't a, right. a big wrap up sort of feeling to them. So yes. Right. Or even like, I, I like the ones that end. And then you see like a little like hint that things are not wrapped up. Do you know what I mean? I can't think of an example, but like, um, you know, like, ooh, but this person is still a lot, you know, like some that, sort of like uh, kind of squeeze, way, but... squeeze ends that way where yes. he's in prison, but he's like, he's building this nest again. He's got that little slot. He's going to squeeze himself out through. Yeah. Yes, exactly. And that, yeah. that I like, but yeah, I feel like there are these that just kind of are like, well, all right. And we're not really given any sort of closure, even, yeah. you know, yeah. like, a yeah. So that that was it it was you know it kind is. of formulaic it was fine yeah yeah didn't make a whole lot of sense there was some science that made sense i guess and a lot that didn't yeah so fair enough <laughs> yeah and i know humbug is the one with like I don't know what the right word is because surely it's not this but i swear it's like the freak show like there's like Ooh. a circus people like a traveling circus with You're people. You're not thinking of home. No. <laughs> no. Oh, okay. Home is like there's a creepy family of incestuous monster people. This is okay. different. This is this is oh, a okay. like um sort of sideshow attraction uh theater circus traveler performers yeah. sort of thing. Well, I'm glad you're watching that because that stuff really bothers me. Okay. I read a I read a book. What was that? I can't remember the name. It of wasn't it. Geek Love by 
was it Catherine Dunn? No. It wasn't Kate Love, was it? Okay. I don't know what that is. I tried to read it twice and I've had to stop both times. It's far too disturbing. There's oh. people who like loved that book and I gave it a shot twice and was like, nope. Too oh. horrifying. Yeah. Huh. I won't even, no, I'm not no. even going to get into it. I'm not even going to get into yeah, it. Yeah. Don't. No, yeah. the book I read was more like historical fiction and it was like kind of interesting and I, I like, I think I like stuff from the author, but I, it was, I don't know. It was too much. Mm, yeah. Actually, it was kind of good now that I think about it, but never mind. I, just, so, I can't even think of the name of it. This one, what I recall is that people say it's the start of the X-Files having a little bit of like humor and self-awareness in some episodes. Oh, and that this is sort of seen as the first one of those. So, hmm. so we'll see with okay. that in mind. Yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah. And then after that is the Kalusari. Which yeah. Scary stuff. I know is yeah, and I can't remember. Um, I don't know if I've seen so. exorcism stuff. Yeah, I can't remember. I I have I, like vague feelings of remembering. Do you remember like, there's like an Eastern European woman and she has a son and there's like a balloon and there's an exorcism? Vaguely. Okay. Vaguely. I think maybe I saw it once. Okay. Um speaking of Eastern European women, and I say this as a relatively half Eastern European yeah. woman. Yeah. yeah. Um, when William, our oldest, when he was a baby, like a baby, 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 he uh I'm sorry, I won't a baby, baby, saying. baby. Yeah. Yeah. Um and, and there's that uh that pitbull uh what is it? Um oh fire I'm not or a something. Pitbull. I'm not a pitbull okay. expert. Um fireball. He says, I don't know, but he goes, baby, 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 you're on fire. Oh, I don't know that. And Zach used to say all those babies and then go, you're a baby to the babies. But that's not what I was going to say. But he had, he was jaundice when he was born. And so we had to take him for a bunch. He was a little glow worm. Yeah. A special outfit. Yeah. Yeah. And so we'd have to take him for like pretty like daily i think for a while or every other day blood draws to check his billy rubin levels yeah yeah and uh there was a woman one one time who came in with this very heavy eastern european accent and went i am here to take your baby's blood (laughs) and i were both like oh god (laughs) we kept joking that then like someone else would come in and be like oh i'm here for the blood draw (laughs) like no that's awesome oh my god yeah side question Um, for a male roller derby player what would you uh what would you think of as of billy rubin as a derby name (laughs) i would love it it's kind of (laughs) awesome it just came to me when you said it (laughs) i like that a lot yeah yeah great i thought of this thing in my life oh time traveling bison and then i thought of a thing in my life that i thought would make a good x-file oh awesome but first about time traveling bison because it relates to an announcement that you have oh actually i i don't know that i should announce it so let's gotcha just in case i don't know so let's do that again yeah okay so first about time traveling bison in your uh, paper that I was reading that you were yeah, my submitting, book proposal your book proposal um you yeah. were talking about let me see if I've got this right okay TB um tuberculosis tuberculosis uh-huh. we For thought those. was introduced into this area in a certain time 
Uh huh. But then we looked for evidence of TB and found that some extremely old bison showed signs of it. And so we were like, hmm. And when I say we, I don't mean me. I mean, I don't know, humanity. Um, and yeah. so it's like, <laughs> hmm, TB must have been here sooner than we thought because this bison has it. These bison. Yes. But my other theory was, no, what if the bison were time travelers? Because that mm. would explain it. Mm. That, if the bison would... went through a wormhole or whatever and they time traveled and sure. they came here and they got TB and then they went home. Oh, that'd be so sad. Bison. Oh, no. <laughs> no, actually, it no. Um, so mycobacterial diseases, so like tuberculosis and others in... Um, the tuberculosis complex, they call it, that can mm-hmm. cause similar diseases. They are um, relatively common in bovids. Um, so, in what is a cows. bovid? What's a bovid? Yeah, what are bovines. Oh, yeah. So, cows and cow-related animals. Okay, bison being yeah. related enough. Yeah. Um, so it's it's it would make sense to find tuberculosis in a bison. Um, okay. Now, whether now I'm I feel. From later evidence, I feel pretty certain that it was not time traveling, but I guess there's not really ever any way to know for sure. No, I don't think there is. No. I mean, I mean that's not true. We could carbon date the, the bones um, and that would tell us, well, yeah. it would tell us how long it's been there. It wouldn't tell us necessarily when it came from originally. And to be clear, for whatever reason, what I was imagining was ancient bison goes to the future gets tv then goes back in time to its original time with the tv (laughs) so then you definitely wouldn't know yeah yeah that's true yeah i i have no way of of proving that didn't occur yeah so um so solid theory thank you yeah maybe that's something you can explore in your book um maybe oh hold on okay there's bison outside of fermilab Oh my God, you're the right. Physics research yes. center <gasps> you worked at in Illinois. Yes, that's what it is. That's mm-hmm. what it is, obviously. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They're going yeah. to Fermilab. They're time traveling somehow. And yep. there you go. Bing, bing, boom. Yeah. Okay. Yep. I love the idea that, like, there's like an outlander or time traveler's wife or, like, you know, mm-hmm. some sort of like fiction where, you know, we've got time travel, uh, but it's bison. Yeah. That'd be adorable. If you if you need, you know, ideas for your new novel. <laughs> well, I mean, I have. <laughs> I would love I'm to read working, that. I'm, <laughs> I'm editing my story that takes place at yeah. Fermilab and has time travel in it. Oh, my God. That's right. I'm just going to be like, and also there was a bison there. <laughs> just <laughs> yeah. like in one sentence. Just change yeah. all the characters to now be bison. Like the story I, is the I same. I never technically come out and say that that my main character isn't a bison. So, I mean, so. she lives in an apartment and her mom owns a dress mm-hmm. shop. Again, I yeah. never state this human female owns a dress shop. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I think it's possible. I think it's possible. I'm going to like, yeah. sometimes like writers, like for fun, will commission artists to draw their characters or whatever. And I'm going to be uh-huh. like, I need you to draw Vanessa. She's, uh, she likes vintage clothes. She's 17. Um, She's into physics. She has black hair and she's a bison. And I need you to draw that. So, <laughs> I mean, bison could have black hair. That, yeah, that tracks. Yeah, it does. Yeah. 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 I like it. 
Um, what happened in your life recently? Well, it's actually, it was it was not my life. It was Amanda telling me this that oh. um, a few like last year, their car was out of commission for a while because something, some animal chewed through the wires in the oh, car. No. And uh-huh. then it happened again this year. So her car's in the oh. shop right now because oh. so something keeps chewing through the wires in her car and like eating them or whatever. Gigantic uh, Texan cockroaches, perhaps. I came up with a theory that it's her neighbor, <laughs> <laughs> which would be awesome and horrifying. I think she said oh, his name God. was Rick and just like him, like creeping out there in the night and going into their oh, car God. and like, she went through the wires. Yeah. That would be so creepy. I know, oh, man. Yeah. Our dryer started on fire. Oh my the God, other day. I heard. Yeah, that's crazy. And Speaking there's so wires. many times when me and all my arrogance have tried to convince Adam, just leave it run while we run errands or go to the gym or whatever. It's uh, fine. And I'm so glad I yeah. don't. Oh my God. Yeah. So is it yeah. okay? You're so glad you don't. Uh, so glad Adam stops you. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> so glad we um, haven't. No. Yeah. It's not okay. Oh God. I mean, that the houses, the people okay. are, the dryer. Okay. Has gone to a better place. What happened there? I don't know. I mean, it was old. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. Yeah. I, I don't know. Man. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh. Um, is there a follow-up? Just something keeps chewing through her wires. Is there a reason why she doesn't think that it's just like an animal that lives nearby? I mean, it is an animal. For sure. Well, right. But uh, it might uh, be Rick. Non- Rick is an human. animal. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, no, I mean, she lives in Texas. Odds are it is, I don't know. I don't know, some sort of Texan squirrel. I don't know. Yeah. Um, in the same way that I think I've told you, somebody I know who um, was in Alaska for a while, and they would have to do this, like, uh, she was in the Air Force, I want to say, and they'd have to do ar- um, Arctic... Uh, survival training because ooh, they'd ooh. often have to go repair the fiber optics cables that were out in the middle of nowhere. This was in the nineties um, because ooh. polar bears liked the taste of the lot, the lining of the wires. And so they chew through the wires all the time because they liked the taste of them. So it's kind of adorable. <laughs> I know. So I think it's possible. Maybe it's a polar bear chewing through her stuff. <laughs> it's one of those Texas polar bears. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. No. So yeah, she, she's just like, oh yeah, it's probably like a chipmunk or something. I don't know. Yeah. But, um, but I think it's possible it's her neighbor. Cause I think that would sure. be really, really creepy to picture it. So it would be really, really creepy. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Um, I know someone who uh, studied geology in Greenland for uh, her dissertation and oh, cool. uh, was in a helicopter flying out of like their site and saw a polar bear down on the ice below. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's awesome. Oh, yeah. wow. Yeah. Cool. Yep. Yeah. They're neat. Yeah. Cool. Um, well, I guess that's it. Yeah. Um, yeah. And uh, next week is humbug um send us your emails send us your spooky stories or unexplained stories or questions you have for us yeah and um follow us on instagram all that good stuff yeah we want to believe pod at gmail.com or we want to believe pod at instagram yep all right see you next time bye